Well, hello, and welcome to They Did What Now, where we talk about how individuals ended up on death row. There are 27 states that have the death penalty, as well as the U.S. government and military. As of October 1st, 2020, there are 2,553 inmates on death row. As of 1976, there's 1,553 individuals that have been executed. And as of 1973, there have been 183 exonerations. Today, we'll be talking about Wayne Laws, who is on death row in North Carolina. On the morning of March 19, 1984, the bodies of Ronnie Waddell and James Kepley were found on the rural dirt road in Davidson County, North Carolina. Both had been bludgeoned to death with a hammer which had left telltale wounds about the head and torso. Each had suffered severe lacerations about the head and multiple skull fractures, including large shattered areas of the skull and round punched-out holes in the skull about an inch in diameter. Pools of blood and pieces of flesh, hair, skin, and brain matter were scattered about the bodies. One of the victims had six broken ribs. Autopsies revealed that both victims had died of extensive brain injuries inflicted with a blunt instrument and that both had been heavily intoxicated at the time. The day after the discovery of the bodies, authorities took Texford Watts into custody and seized a Ford Mustang belonging to Texford and his sister. Wayne Allen Laws was also taken into custody at about that time. Tire trucks found on the dirt road at the scene of the murders appeared to have been made by the tires similar to those on the Mustang. Blood and hair were collected from several areas of the interior and exterior of the vehicle. After taking Texford into custody, authorities also removed several pieces of clothing from a dumpster at the apartment complex where Texford and Laws lived. Bloodstains, hair, flesh, and brain matter were found on the clothing, which included jeans and a shirt belonging to Texford, and jeans, a shirt, shoes, and socks belonging to Laws. Ronnie and James had relatively rare blood types. Texford's shirt was found to be stained with blood of types consistent with those of both victims. The jeans apparently belonging to Texford were stained with blood consistent with victim Ronnie's blood type. The jeans apparently worn by Laws were stained with blood of types consistent with both of the victims. The t-shirt, shoes, and socks identified as Laws were stained with blood consistent with James' blood type. Blood found on the Mustang was also consistent with James' blood type. Hair consistent with that of Ronnie was found on Texford's clothing. Hair consistent with that of James was found on Laws' clothes. Microscopic examination revealed that many of these hairs had been struck repeatedly with a blunt instrument and had been forced from the scalp by blows with a blunt instrument. Fibers collected from the Mustang were consistent with those found on the clothing of the two victims, Laws and Texford. At trial, Texford was a witness for the state. He testified that he and Laws lived in the same apartment complex but were not very close friends. They had known each other only a few weeks prior to the murders. Texford testified that on the afternoon of March 18, 1984, he and Laws drove to Lexington in the Mustang, purchased beer, and rode up and down Main Street. After eating dinner in a Lexington restaurant, they headed back to Main Street and were stopped by a police officer who inquired if Texford, who was driving, was drinking. The officer let them go and they went to South Main Street and stopped at a convenience store. 
Across the street from the convenience store, the two victims, Ronnie and James, were sitting on the curb in front of a restaurant. Texford knew Ronnie and recognized James. Texford and Laws briefly talked with them. Ronnie tried to sell Texford a tire he had with him and asked Texford for a beer. Texford and Laws stopped to talk with the victims and Ronnie asked them to take him somewhere he could get rid of the tire. Ronnie and James sat in the backseat of the Mustang and Ronnie began giving Texford directions. It was then dark. After a while, they came to a dirt road where there was no houses. Texford stopped the car on the dirt road to get out and relieve himself. Texford testified that after he returned to the car, Laws got out and asked one of the victims if he also needed to relieve himself. Laws and both victims left the car, and Texford then heard a noise behind the car which sounded like licks being passed. When he got out to investigate, Texford saw James lying at the rear of the car, apparently unconscious, and Laws beating Ronnie with his fist a few feet away. Texford testified that he told Laws to leave Ronnie alone, but Laws pushed Texford out of the way, got the car keys from the ignition switch, took a claw hammer out of the trunk, and began beating Ronnie with the hammer. Texford testified that after Ronnie fell to the ground, Laws continued beating him on the head with the hammer. When Texford tried to stop him, Laws threatened to kill him and struck him on the hand with the hammer. After beating Ronnie, Laws started beating James, who was still motionless on the ground, with the hammer. Texford testified that he ran up the road and hid until he heard no more noises. He then returned to the Mustang and drove home. A statement which Laws had given to police after his arrest was introduced at trial. He more or less confirmed the events described by Watts up to the time at which they stopped to talk to Ronnie and James in Lexington. Law said he remembered stopping and talking with the two people whom he did not know, but he could not remember anything after that because he had been drinking. The jury convicted Laws of the two murders and recommended death. On July 26, 1989, the Supreme Court of North Carolina affirmed his conviction and death sentence. On October 7, 1991, the Supreme Court of the United States denied his petition of cert. Where is Wayne Laws today? Today, Wayne Laws is North Carolina's longest-serving inmate on death row. When he was sentenced to death row on August 20, 1985, it was unknown if the death penalty will ever be carried out again in North Carolina. At 60 years old, Wayne Laws is on death row in Central Prison in Raleigh, North Carolina.